0: Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message.
1: What is it it about God's love that makes it so much greater?
2: Oh, me. That's that's for you. (laughs) Um, What is it about God's love? Um, You know, I think it's one of those things that it's just not. It's just going to freak people out, but I'm going to say it. You just cannot understand it. And I think as humans, we want to understand. Right. And when something comes along that we don't understand, we're like. And um, his love is that much greater. And when you encounter it, you kind of take this comfort in knowing that you don't understand it. Mm. Because you don't, you know, it's like, I don't want to, you know what? You love me like this, Lord? Yes. This ugly, yes. you know, this ugly person who holds this or who's still hiding that from you, but you still, but you know what? I don't understand it, but I'll take it. Mm. You know, like, like, I'll take it. Right, right. Love me, Lord. Love me, you know? And I think that's what makes his love greater. It's just that we don't understand it. And, um, and it's just not, you know. I just, I don't know. It's just that's what came to my mind. It's just yeah. that we don't understand it. Yeah. You know, it yeah. makes it greater because we don't understand it, mm-hmm. and it makes and it, it makes it even more worthwhile. Like, mm-hmm. wow, Lord. Yeah. Like I've come to some places, and I'm like, wow, Lord. Like I just gave you that, and you still love me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I just gave you that piece of my heart, and you still love me. All right, Lord. And yeah. then we move on. Yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. like, and like what you said, he loves you enough not to leave you there. So it's like, okay, you gave this to me. Now let's work through so it. Good. And then he's there with you every yeah. step of the way. Every cry, every Oof. breakthrough, every, yeah. you know, it's like, whew, yes,
1: Lord. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's it's even hard to accept. Yes. You know, I remember seasons in my life where it was just like, just like you, you know, it was like even with this, God, even with this, you mm-hmm. love me? Like, mm-hmm. why? Just just leave me know. alone, leave me <laughs> <laughs> alone. Yeah. Why do you love me? Yes. Didn't you see? I know yeah. you saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know, it, it, was, it was hard for me to, it was really difficult for me to accept that greater love, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. relentless love, that unconditional love, mm-hmm. so. Wow.
3: Yeah. Amen. Um, I'm gonna answer your question with a question. I know, uh, so ginger ale, cherry Pepsi, those are one of your two favorites, right? So I'm going to give you options. Which, which do you think tastes better? Cherry Pepsi, ginger ale, water. Which cherry one tastes Cherry Pepsi. Better? Of Sugar course. Soda. I didn't just Okay, of those three, which is the greater liquid? Water. <laughs> right. So if you're in a desert, what do you pick? Agua. Right. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I think that's the picture that I think of that makes his love greater because it's not... Wow. It's not a taste thing, it's mm. not a preference thing. My body so needs good. water. So water good. tastes so nothing so like good. cherry Pepsi. Water no. you know, d- d- it but you put me in a desert, cherry Pepsi will taste disgusting. Yes. Right? Wow. Yeah, and absolutely. water would feel like the most wow. amazing thing in the world. Because my body needs it. It's what I need to function. And that's how I think of God's love. Like mm-hmm. like yeah. you know, um, yeah, maybe there's things that We think feel better in the moment, or feel good in the moment, or well, I work better like this. Those lesser loves, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe they're easier Mm -hmm. and sweeter, um, but they're not good for us. Wow! And there's just an essentiality, if I could make up a word, (laughs) um, to His love that, and that's why we need it. We need it.
1: Amen. 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 Week five and six. Oh snap! Yes, we spoke about when does love prosper. Yeah. And compassion.
4: Yeah. Um, Mm. Wow. Yeah. When does love prosper?
1: Yes, pastor. And so
4: (laughs) (laughs) when does it Uh, in those two weeks, I, I, I spoke about two essential needs of the human experience and its forgiveness and compassion. Mm-hmm. And so these are two essential needs of the human Ooh. experience, mm-hmm. and so we not only need to be forgiven, we also need to experience forgiving others. We need our soul needs yeah. that. Oh um, my gosh, yes. And in the same way, it's it's with compassion. So I'll kind of tie them in together. But the tempta- um not the temptation, but um, uh, when does love prosper? Is it's talking about the environment in which love prospers in, and sometimes mm-hmm. we don't see love thriving in our lives mm-hmm. and that's because it's sitting on an environment or it's living in an environment that is not conducive yeah. for love to prosper mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of been the 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 thought behind forgiveness so it's this do you want love to prosper in your life mm-hmm. then you have to become good at forgiving mm-hmm. Amen. and where does love prosper it, it it prospers in an environment where we are forgiving to one another,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and so I look at I look at maybe <laughs> this message series <laughs> touching next you right we now. we
1: have to get the here. Oh. I'm just I'm just reminded of our mountain experience at Matrix um, wow. Retreat. You know, us. It wasn't until that forgiveness hit my heart that I was able to release all, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen that Friday. It didn't happen that Sunday, um, Saturday. It happened that Sunday on stage in front of everyone. Mm -hmm, I'm sure they didn't even know that that's what they were witnessing. And just forgiveness just took over. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until then Mm -hmm. that our relationship started to bloom, you know? So it's,
2: yeah, yeah, it's definitely a game changer. I just thought about the same thing with, uh, with me and John, that when we had our freedom series, And, uh, you know, me and John, we're just, you know, we chill. Like, that's what we do, you know? And nobody would have ever thought until Holy Spirit revealed it to Pastor Roe. And he came over to us. And I don't think we've ever even shared that with with anybody here. And Holy Spirit just gave you this word and it was downloaded just we had to forgive each other at that precise moment and from that day on it became just this game changer in our relationship and this is i'm not talking about year one year two i'm talking about you're like seven (laughs) you know and it's like seven years or whatever of all this stuff and you don't realize that it takes hold of you um and (laughs) it prevents you it prevents you from loving it prevents you from from love being uh, reproduced and growing and just, you yeah. know, it prevents you until, um, you know, those moments where you forgive and you wow. truly forgive and it becomes the game changer. Yeah. Like you no longer hold the record of wrong. Cause that's really what it was. It was a record of wrong that we mm. were holding. You no longer hold it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, nope, that's gone.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and you know, again, it's like, I want to encourage everybody who's watching. Like it may not be in marriage. You know, it may not be, we don't have it all together. God yeah. knows we don't, but. It, it may not happen in year one, two, three, four, ten, fifteen, twenty, 10, 15, 20. But once God, uh, takes, con- it takes hold and you forgive. It's like, poof. like, yeah. it's almost like you feel like Paul, wow. you know, like those, those blinders come <clears throat> off and you're like, wait a minute, yes. this yeah. is what I've been missing this entire time. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Amazing. phenomenal.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Yeah, you know it's it's just that it's I always say like I I said it in the series like if we're not good at like single people (laughs) if we're not good if we're not good (laughs) if if we if you struggle Mm -hmm. in forgiveness if you struggle like you genuinely struggle in forgiving people and forgiving others then hold off on a romantic relationship until you allow the holy spirit because that wound is going to bleed on other people that don't deserve it um so yeah so if if i I tell you right now like and and so just kind of going back to the initial the initial message love is our logo is that radical acceptance of other people and it goes back to judas and jesus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it really goes back to there because jesus Walked with him, loved him, mm-hmm. served him, washed his feet with mm-hmm. the foreknowledge mm-hmm. yeah. that he would never change. Mm-hmm. He would never change. And so part okay. of the forgiveness yeah. is this, is right? Like, especially if you're in a marriage, right. which is, there's a lot of hurt that happens in marriage oh, unintentionally, yeah. right? Yeah. Because the mm-hmm. expectations are, oh, yeah, 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 was a little too, was a little too pronounced. All right. It's like, yeah, 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 Woo. yeah that was a little too pronounced, right? <laughs> Oh, she's like, yeah, yeah, real hefty with that, yeah.
2: I, <laughs> could, I, could, I controlled mine, but go ahead. <laughs>
4: you know, you're a little bit more subtle. I was like, right?
2: yeah.
4: What do you speak of, Pastor? I don't know of? my facial, I don't know if my facial expression expressed that. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of hurt that happens in marriage. So much uh, expectations. Some so much misinterpretations. Oh yeah, oh, right. Yeah. So many like wait, I didn't mean that when I said it that, and I didn't mean that when I did this, and, you know, and, um, a little high on my leg <laughs> <laughs> And so, <laughs> these offenses happen unintentionally. Yes. And, and so, that's why, you know, and so here's what happens, right? So we forgive, we forgive our spouse, but then they do it again. Mm. And they're the person that will do it again the most. Because most people are not in your life on a regular, daily, every single minute basis. Especially in quarantine. Especially in quarantine. (laughs) And so we've seen that. (laughs) Are you winking at the camera? (laughs) Um, And I think that um, we've heard a lot of, of, I love you too. We've heard a lot of uh, relationships that have had a tough time during quarantine. You know, I've Mm -hmm. heard it a lot. And and I think that what it's done, it's that it's surfaced a lot of the things yes. that we've been kind of putting to the side. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank God that, you know, in our relationship, we've been in quarantine now. How many weeks? I think 12, 13 weeks. And um, I thank God that we, by the grace of God, we've dealt with our unforgiveness, yeah. um, because had this been maybe three or four years ago. Th- All right. Relax. Um, <laughs> Had this been three or four years ago, I think that it, it would have it would have had a tough toll on our relationship. And yeah. but that's the beautiful thing that we can see it on the other side. Yeah. Yes. We see it on the other side, and mm-hmm. we see the beautiful difference that forgiveness does. Why does love prosper? Mm-hmm. Oh, because we've allowed forgiveness mm-hmm. to be the bed that love sits in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and the and the Bible says in Proverbs it says, "Love prospers where faults or offenses are forgiven." Mm-hmm. And, I think, and, and again, I, I just to recap, I went to compassion and I spoke about your, you know, going just to kind of sum up these two weeks. Your compassion is your pain in my heart. You know, like we are in a society that I mean, we're losing that we're becoming yeah. numb, like yeah. Ruben was saying. And but uh, if we could even put this in the context of relationship again, just, you know, looking at my wife's pain and, and allowing it to penetrate my yeah. heart. And seeing life through her shoes Mm -hmm. and her experiences so that I can relate. Look what Jesus Christ did. He put on Mm -hmm. literally our shoes, literally our human flesh. And that's why it says that, you know, we don't serve a God that is not connected to temptation. He endured every Mm -hmm. temptation and he and he overcame it for through uh, for us. Um, and so that's that that was talking about your, your 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 love is our logo. Yeah. How? Because we're compassionate. Amen. If we lose that, what what is it? What is what kind of love do we possess? Yeah. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, forgiveness, <laughs> forgiveness is a topic I can like stay on. I'm yeah, going to yeah. ask one more question it, okay. <laughs> um, and then we'll move into compassion. But um, the question is, have you ever thought, well, have you ever forgiven someone and then come to realize later on that, oh, no, you didn't.
3: So that was oh, um, that was the story I shared with my dad. And here oh I am yeah. saying, like, no, nah, I forgave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, One, the thing there is I never really looked into what that life was like for you guys. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I didn't really grow up with him, um, but he did raise my older brothers and it was a very abusive home. And. Um, and I I thought I was good and then I wrote that paper Mm -hmm. and then my professor made me realize I'm not good Mm -hmm. and then I'm over here having a mental breakdown Mm -hmm. with my counselor and then we're talking about it. And then I think um, I I was encouraged to ask questions with my mother and I'm hearing her tell me like what happened, what the details were, some of her life, and she's not even telling me to, like it was part of whatever we were doing Mm -hmm. Um, for that I was doing an exercise with a genogram so I needed information on our family and as she's talking about how she met him and things were and I'm just hearing the abuse that took place there is this and I I looked at my counselor I was like yeah I I didn't forgive this guy because if he was in front of me right now I'm pretty sure I could kill him like that was the level of anger and and rage that I had to hear the pain that he inflicted upon me my mother um and 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 even as i say it i feel the need to like rationalize and justify like oh you know but he's in i want to like even curtail Mm. that the reality is is what it is whether it was a sickness or whatever Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is and i think that's what we get about forgiveness sometimes we're in such a rush to forgive that we fail to acknowledge the debt Mm. that is owed. jesus did not ignore our sins he washed our sins away mm-hmm. our sins had to be there there was a prevalence there. there's yeah. not a forgetting of the sin that's owed. no, it's fully there. Mm-hmm. he just pays the debt mm-hmm. um, and I think sometimes we just try to pretend that debt doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. and so even with him it's it's even as I'm explaining it to you, I'm wanting mm-hmm. to like, well, I'm, you know it's not that he's a bad he's just he might be and mm-hmm, right. I'm fumbling through that yeah. Yeah. now Yeah. yeah. but right. yeah that was that was my moment realizing like oh, I, I didn't forgive That's this guy good. and I think if you ask me now I'm at a healthier space where I can mm-hmm. say I'm walking that journey of forgiveness yeah. but it it takes a lot of deep for something like that I think it takes a lot of going inside myself <coughs> and really understanding what I feel um, to be able to forgive him mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I, I need to know myself first
1: yeah. I think for go ahead, no, no go ahead um, I think for me because I, I wanted to just to chime in um, for me, where I experienced that, which was it was a hurt that was done to me as a child, mm-hmm. you know by a biological family member, and I'm not sure if everybody knows, but I am adopted, and um, there was a time in my life where I was from six months old with uh, my adopted family, and then at four years old, I'm put into um, my biological family. And so I would visit with them. And during that time I was molested and, you know, and so all my life, all my life, that was just something I went through. Um, I was good. I was fine. I really, and may, you know, that that, that was just, it was just something I went through. It was just, I never felt like I had anything, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought that I forgave him for it. And, um, until I got to see him when I was 29. So it was like I didn't even know mm-hmm. that I was holding on to that unforgiveness, yeah. you know, until it resurfaced when I saw him, and wow. um, I was able to forgive him. And wow. that weight, mm-hmm. you know, you, you talk about an instant weight being lifted. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's you can't even explain it, mm-hmm. what it feels like. But it's like once that that compassion because i realized a lot of things what he's what he went through mm-hmm. and so i was able to have compassion for him and i was able to wow. forgive him and um and immediately it was just like wow you know Amen. yeah i think we
2: um ra- like you were saying about rational i think also as believers uh we know it sounds good let me explain right so in our mind we know that this is what we should be doing we should be forgiving I'm a believer. Woo! I forgive everybody, but not really understanding that those things um, that there's 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 these things that are get embedded in us that mm. um, we react to without even knowing. Right? Mm. If somebody triggers something, we're reacting to something that somebody else did. Like you said, we bleed out, we yeah. bleed over, and it's like um, this is something that we we we. But as believers, we need to forgive. This is what we need to. Do. So it becomes a point where it moves from here to hear and then when it comes here when holy spirit comes in and says hey you haven't we haven't really dealt with that like Mm -hmm. you know and it's funny because god is so good yeah because he's not even waiting for um he's not he doesn't he's good with lip service he's like okay you all right you you think you forgave no problem (laughs) so when we're ready wow when 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 you're ready to allow me to walk into that place Mm -hmm. hey i'll be here with you and we'll walk it out
4: yeah yeah.
2: You know, and that's happened yeah. to me, and it happened to me within my marriage. Uh, you know, me and John had a very long history. Mm. Um, <clears throat> certain things that uh, uh, you know, plenty of things that that, that I don't want to get into, but for sake of time, <laughs> um, that we dealt with. And I, when I became a Christian, I was like, "Oh, I forgive you. We're good." Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like one of those stories. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. in Le- in Neverland, you know, it's like, "Oh wait, I didn't." I didn't forgive you for that. And then at that moment, I'm like, forgive me for even not forgiving you. Like, forgive me for not realizing that I haven't released you from that, you know? And it's one of those things. And it's like, yeah, like we mask it, but, you know, we need to know that God is, you know, that ugly part of us like he's willing to take a step and now now i go through breakthroughs and i'm like oh lord this is ugly oh we- i can't wait i can't wait to walk with you through this this is gonna be good you know like it, it, it like when you it's so it's crazy because when you understand the love of god when Come you on. don't understand the love of god you know wow. when you understand when you grasp it though it's yeah, like yeah. oh lord let me give you this little part of me and because i know because i know that at the end of this you're going to get the glory and we're going to be good so good. Yeah. And you do it for my sake. So right. good. You know? Yeah. So yeah. good. Praise God. God
1: yeah. is good. Um, would anyone agree with the notion that we are a compassion deficient generation?
2: Can
3: can I I want I wanna take that because I've been working with <laughs> <you laughs> it. <in America, laughs> it's just been like I've actually been going through this with just everything that's been going on. Um, I just I feel like yes, right? My gut reaction is yes. And I want to, but then it's like on the surface, no, but initially, but yes. (laughs) And I just think being 24, being such a connected generation, Mm -hmm. so online, there is so much information. There is so much pain. There is so much pain that I think it just becomes overwhelming to process. Mm -hmm. Um, With, with the situation with, with George Floyd, someone posted about the video, you know, saying, you know, there's a lot of posting this video as if it's a normal tuesday and you know such and such mm. but that phrase i zeroed in on and my response to that was unfortunately it feels like it is mm-hmm. in wow. the sense that this is i'm i'm 26 and i feel like this is like the 10th 12th black person being murdered by a cop that i've seen wow. in my lifetime mm-hmm. and probably more you know that i just uh, and it just feels like and that, you know, not just that situation. There's right. numerous right. situations. I've yeah. The uh, millennial generation has lived through multiple, I mean, we, we've lived through 9-11. Now the coronavirus. We lived through, um, I think, the Afghanistan or the Iraq war. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen yeah. so much death. And in now such a more connected world <laughs> that I think it it's almost becomes a comp- coping mechanism. Like, wow. I can't feel that much pain all the time. And so what do I do? I turn it off and I numb myself to it. Mm -hmm. You know, one person losing someone close to them is hard right now, having to hear about 10, 12 people who are losing and then more. And yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, because Mm -hmm. as a byproduct of being so connected and having to process so much pain Yeah, Um, and I'll leave it there for you
4: guys. And I'll I'll just wrap it up here. And I think that that's why Jesus answered the question, go be a neighbor you know when i spoke about compassion it was in the context of being a neighbor and
1: which blessed me tremendously by the way
4: and so he was looking for who was his neighbor and here's the truth we don't we can't process everyone's pain but we can allow that right And and it does have that effect because i don't think that we were created for that right we weren't created to be able to to have the capacity. deal with everyone's pain so when you go on facebook and you see 50 funerals taking place and it does create this disconnection this lack of empathy that it's it's just like how many times you know am i going to text and then now it becomes even when you are texting it's just like you're doing it without any meaning without any sense of genuine authentic feeling for and so that's why i think the answer is in is really being a neighbor to those that god has placed in our circle and, and knowing the difference between, um, I know that as a pastor of a church, uh, we currently have maybe about 120, maybe 140 people that call Kuhau their home. Mm-hmm. And we have maybe about 48 people, 40, 50 people maybe that serve on a Ooh. any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then we have about eight people in our leadership team. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I know that my neighbors you know is our entire church but i know that 120 people if i want to have a successful marriage i can't visit 120 people i you know (laughs) i can't you know i can't be at every single person's baby shower i can't be in every single person's crisis right um because then i would be good for no one i wouldn't be good for my children my wife etc but if i know that i can be faithful and committed Mm -hmm. to our leaders and I can pour into them and love into them and then from there pour into our dream team mm-hmm. then I know that I'm being a neighbor I'm being uh, a neighbor and it, again it doesn't mean that your ex- your love does not extend to um, to your enemies obviously it does because this is the love that God has given us mm-hmm. what I am saying is that in term of that of being a neighbor of showing uh, empathy of being mm-hmm. compassionate it starts with just you being number one responsible for the people that God has placed under your care, but number two for the moments that God creates yeah. in your life for you to be compassionate, physically, visibly Amen. compassionate towards mm-hmm. someone else.
3: It uh it makes me think of that story you I think you share when it within similar topics with uh it's something about like a hundred starfish are washed up on a beach and yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy starts throwing <coughs> one at a time into back into the ocean and some onlookers like you're never gonna make a difference y- there's too many yeah and the guy keeps going and says tell that to that one tell, tell that, that to that one so good and, I, don't I don't know, know who I stole you. that from yeah I know <laughs> <you> stole <laughs> but I know it was really good at this point it just becomes yours no. yeah. if someone doesn't <laughs> that's still that's still I don't remember if yeah. someone doesn't come around to claim it then <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, week seven we had love is not silent yes and week eight is the only love that satisfies
4: Woo! and that's how we're gonna wrap it up yeah. recap yeah um, anyone I'll, I'll touch silent you touch satisfy and we'll go from there um i guess Amen. Uh, love is not silent so it's it's really talking about our faith right so because we're so compelled by this love and then we have a responsibility, and that's to share this love with others, yes. not only in, our, in, in, in the way we model it, but really activating, uh, actively sharing yeah. this love with others. Mm-hmm. And I think what, one of the things I said, I, I try to sum it up as easy as possible. I think sometimes we feel so um, insufficient when it comes to sharing our faith or sharing God's love with others. We think we have to have everything in place and everything, every, you know, I dotted, every T cross. And I just wanted to simplify it as best as I can. That, okay, you got this great love. Don't be mm-hmm. silent about it. And so our faith can be personal, but it's never meant to be private. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I just broke it down in three words, which is uh, the gospel. It's uh, our testimony and it's representing. Mm-hmm. And so the gospel is the message of God's mm-hmm. love and making that clear. I, I Honestly, I just... Posted that on my TikTok, and someone, um, you know, responded, and you know they were saying, oh, so then they can go on and sin, and you got to let them know about their sin, now. and oh, so they can go on, and, and so let's be clear here: we are not condoning a lifestyle of sin, yeah. and so I think that there's a fear there when it comes right. to control. That if yeah. we say that you don't have to tell somebody that if they don't, if they continue sinning, they're going to go to hell. Then you're condoning sin. In no way, shape, or form is sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. um, which is the message of God's love. Uh, that's it's the good news, is the euangelion, right? Mm-hmm are we saying that we're condoning sin? We're just saying that the way you reach people is, is about telling them about this great news. Yeah. May, Maylene yeah. was, was fumbling in her words to try to explain. We just can't understand it. Mm-hmm. We just can't understand it. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because it's the nearly too good to be true news. Mm-hmm. It's like you hear it and it's like, there's just no way. So um, it's sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is the message of God's love is number, uh, number two. It's um, sharing how God's love has impacted you. That's called your testimony. Mm-hmm. And I know that when you share your story, you you might not have all the words. You might not know all the Bible verses. You might not have all the answers, but you can share your story. Absolutely. You can share your story. And Absolutely. and lastly, just being a, a proper representative mm-hmm. that God's love works. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just that, you know, we, we must look different. If, if love is our logo, mm-hmm. we have to represent. I mean, I don't know how many... Um, I don't know how many videos we see of establishments um, where there's representatives that are misrepresenting oh, yeah. the company. You've ever spoken to somebody on the phone and got <laughs> service like, you know, they're misrepresenting the yeah. company. Yes. And so Remember um, when I ordered
3: pizza, Lee, that,
4: day? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so um, if you ever had bad customer service, you had people <laughs> who misrepresented the company. And, um, and I just want to be the kind of person that represents God, that God's love works, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm challenging our church. Hey, love is not silent. How you Mm -hmm. share the gospel with your words, you share your testimony of what God's done, and then just let your life do the talking as, as well, be an example that God's love works. And, um, and then I, I really, um, was asking Holy Spirit, how do we conclude this message? And the, I was taking a shower and the Holy Spirit just wrecked me. He said, um, after you already had another message prep. I ho- I had already prepared another <laughs> message because I thought that that's where I wanted to conclude. And it might be in the book. Mm-hmm. I might write that might be a, a chapter which is love includes suffering. And I wanted to kind of conclude mm-hmm. that that there is this element of love that does include with the suffering of Christ that we are in this world uh, dealing with suffering. But I wanted to conclude with uh, the only love that satisfies. Because at the end of the day, we will always be searching. We will always be seeking. We will always be looking for our best interests if we are not satisfied. Mm -hmm. And if we are not satisfied and we are only looking for our best interests, then we would not care and extend that love for Mm -hmm. anybody else. Mm
1: -hmm. That's good. good. Um, What are some personal reasons why we have silenced ourselves from sharing the gospel?
4: Me?
2: (laughs) 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 Um... (laughs) Again, I think it's one of those things that, um, you know, I think sometimes it could be that we fear that people won't understand. So, like Rumi was saying about people, when they have this impression of going to church, like, oh, my gosh, if I walk in there, this is going to be, you know, this building. How many times have I heard that, right? (laughs) The building's going to fall on me, and I don't know what's going to happen. And I think that um, it becomes, I'm like, no, like, let that be loud, you know, like regardless of your past, let that be louder mm. because of your past. Yeah. Like let it be shifted, um, into what God has done in your life. Yeah. You know, no matter what. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's what, and I think people just sometimes have this hesitation, this, Oh, but they know me, you know, Fulano I know that that knows me. Yeah. We used to be the two thieves, right? Yeah. We used to be yeah. the two, you know, yeah. Um, and now I'm gonna walk in there. They're gonna be like, oh, you're fake, you know? And I'm like, no, like, no, let, let that be your, t- let it be, let it ring loudly that, Hey, he did it for me. He can do it for you. And I'm not saying that it will go over perfect. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause we know, and, and people have these, um, thought process, um, you know, it's interesting cause it reminds me of John when he first, um, gave his life to Christ. Um, and for those of you who uh, don't know and know. John comes up from a background of, 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 uh, drug abuse, um, a full blown drug abuse. It wasn't like a recreational thing. Yeah. Um, and that's what he was known for. He was known for this thing in his life. Um, this, this, these moments in his life of not being a good person of going above and beyond to do whatever it was, uh, to be able to gain access to drugs. And when he, went over and when he gave his life over to christ you know those very pain people were like oh that's Mm -hmm. just a fade that's just a fade he's never gonna change who's gonna you know and um you know praise god we're 10 11 years in wow you know and i'm like And sometimes him himself, he feels like, no, I can't. I'm like, no, no, honey. Like that's your testimony. You say that look what God has done. Like you knew that you tried on your own and you could not do it on your own. But Jesus came in and he just swept it all up as if nothing ever happened. And he loves you as if that's all gone now. You know, it's all gone now. It's been swept away um, because of Jesus finished work. Not because of what you've done. And I think that's, that's, you know, that's one of those hesitations, you know, that people don't want to share because they think about what others are going to say, yeah. you know, and I say, Hey, psh, the greater, the, te- the greater your mess up, the greater that God is in your life. Right. Yeah. The greater the mess up, the, yeah. the more his grace has swept his, has come in and swept yeah. it all, yeah. you know, and let people, <clears throat> let people say what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, you never know who you will be touching either. Yeah, yeah. whose life you might change. Yeah, by your sharing your testimony. With, with, go ahead. I was gonna say, for me, the struggle
3: actually comes to the representation. Mm-hmm. I, I am fully aware.
2: Mm, me, that's good too. Yeah.
3: That <laughs> the people who have been louder yes. in Christian faith, love has not been their logo. Mm. Hate. And mm-hmm. Prejudice and bigotry—wow, yeah—has been their logo under the same banner. I mean, I just don't know where in the Bible it says to make picket lines and picket fences or whatever those things are, and tell people they're going to hell right. for being homosexual, or or tell people um, they're gonna, you know, turn or burn or all the like. I don't see where that. Yeah, h- like I don't. You know, w- what we believe about it is what we believe about it. But how we treat people is, mm-hmm. that's clear. We yeah. love them regardless. Yes, But I'm fully aware of that. And when I tell mm-hmm. people I'm a Christian, I usually have to, like, put give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, that's why I've come to, like, my gauges because <laughs> people see me with gauges and they're like, Nah, he can't be the same kind <laughs> of truth. <you> know. <laughs>
4: like, it
3: messes. And then I say I'm a pastor. They're like, nah, he definitely... <laughs> like, it you, you see the people do like things, double takes within themselves. They're like, so... You, uh, but it, it actually like alleviates that headache because I feel like I'm always yeah. fighting this stigma of, not stigma, but this perception and this mm-hmm. stereotype. And then that becomes the balance, right? Like I don't want to walk a line where I'm now defending my faith to someone and now that puts us at this right yeah but i'm fully aware of that and i sometimes i i overcompensate by not bringing it up at Mm -hmm. all not saying anything Mm -hmm. because i don't want someone to be offended by my belief um because Mm -hmm. the second i say anything about jesus yeah it also comes with their mask and Mm -hmm. perception that someone has created for them and so sometimes and you know i i know it's wrong not yeah it just it's obviously not the best thing to do because because of what I believe you know I feel like here's this thing that I have has the power to transform your life has this power to save you um is this amazing thing Mm -hmm. if I had to cure the cancer I really wouldn't care about offending you Mm -hmm. but I've been conditioned that I might offend you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and that's what silences me I I don't I just feel like enough hurt has happened Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just feel like that person deserves them to just know I am a Christian and I'll leave them alone yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, so that that's what silences me sometimes. I just I know who's gone before me, and yeah. it 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 puts me in this weird
1: place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Week eight was uh, the only love that satisfies, <laughs> and um, May amazing. yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I know May, you personally, you shared something with Pastor o and Marco Polo. Um, how, how much that message just impacted your life. And if you can just share some of that with us. Oh
2: oh man. Uh, so yeah, so I, um, that message was absolutely something that I think that we needed to hear and be reminded of, right. Of as a community. Um, I don't even know how to put it into words, but even just talking about, um, you know, I don't, I don't even have words, and now I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> you, you want, to get, want to get. Ruben, you want to get the <laughs> Ruben, sorry, Ruben. Ruben, I mean sorry, Ruben, yeah, Ruben, yeah. Ruben. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's,
3: well, I mean, I think that says enough, honestly. Even that, right now, being able to. Um. Um, You know, in many ways, I think that one is such it it's so connected to the lesser love. And Mm -hmm. I just I just think that it's it's weird that even as a Christian, I do this even like the reason I gave my I signed up for this is because I knew that Jesus's love was the only love that Mm -hmm. satisfies. because I felt this. And my specific experience was I felt an emptiness that I never felt before. In an m- instant, and I just felt so deficient. And uh-huh. in the same moment, I feel this amazing love mm-hmm. and experience. But here I am, years later, and I've started to fill it with other things. And it's just so easy to do that. It's yeah. so easy to become. Oh, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take one more chip. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of of life. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm snacking on things that are not nutritious mm-hmm. to my spiritual life. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. Why don't I, and then I'm miserable. And that's usually what happens to me. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bummed and I'm, I'm upset with things and I'm like, why am I unhappy? Mm-hmm. And mm. then I'm like, oh, oh, I'm, I haven't been connecting with Man. you. I haven't been, um, just spending time with you and you're really the only person, mm-hmm. you're really the only thing. Is my sharing going to make you cry? Yeah. Is
2: yeah. <laughs> I still want you <laughs> to share, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think what I just did is the representation <laughs> <laughs> of po- Marco Polo. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> no, but he really is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's almost annoying sometimes of myself that I need to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like it's like reminding someone like, hey, you need to breathe oxygen. Hmm. Hey, by the way, Ro, have you been breathing oxygen? Yeah. And it's like, Why am I, why am I trying to breathe other things? Why am I over here trying to learn how to, it's like, what I need is God. What I need is Jesus. Yeah. And, and I just want that to be in me. And I just want to like land on that. Like, because it really is like, there is no comparison. There is nothing like it. There is nothing. When, when you are saturated in the presence of God. Wow do not have a taste for other things you don't you're if you're struggling with sin saturate yourself with jesus yeah. i promise yeah, it, yeah. It's sin is not this right or wrong going to hell going to heaven it's not it's just not good for you mm-hmm. it's not good for your soul it'll leave you empty and if you're saturating yourself with jesus you walk away you walk around fulfilled and you don't have a taste for those things anymore mm-hmm. you don't have a taste and and you just anger doesn't become as much of a thing because he just be pours himself out of your pores. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, like it it's he is truly the key to contentment. Yeah. And and wow. that message impacted me in that way because within that week I found myself reaching, <coughs> you know, and I and I'm I'm aware of my habits and it's like, wow. Oh, you're you're reaching, Rue. Mm-hmm. You're and I thank you so much for sharing that because it was just this quick like Oh, that's not what I need. Mm. Right. I'm mm. reaching for the wrong thing to satisfy this void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just need to reach for daddy.
2: Yeah. It's, um, no, nah, I'm going to really cry. Go ahead, um, but it's really this thing of, you know, I, I, as I'm sitting here and I'm just like, it's really this thing of, he's just so good. Yeah. Like even when, um, he knows those things that we use to kind of fill us up that are empty mm. He's still like I can I can hear him just like whispering like, hey, hey, look over here. Like, come just come over here, you know. And it's like one of those things where it's it's just there is nothing else. There is nothing else that you can fill yourself with. Mm. There is nothing not not men, not money, not food, not anything. Nothing will make you feel the way he can make you feel you know, and it's like the woman at the well, like she understood. Nope. Like she's never going to thirst again. Nothing, nothing was able. She had been through all these things and nothing was able, but this one man on an encounter, right on one, uh, well, she might think it's a coincidence, right? But he knew, he knew that's what he was going there for mm. to quench her yes. thirst forever, yeah. you know? Oh. And it's like, he knew that she also was filling herself with all these other things, but mm. he said, No, no, no. I'm going through yeah. Samaria, I'm going yeah. to that place, so cool. and I'm going to fill her up. And she's not going to need anything else after this, you know. And he still does that for us today, mm. like, he still does that for us today.
4: You're cl- you closing us out, man. <laughs> <know>. You're closing <laughs> us <laughs> <laughs> out because this is, but you wild. know, and
2: it's and you know, and but in those things, like, we. You Know we, it's funny because it's like what you said like, we fill ourselves, we know we're full with things that don't matter, the chips, right? We know mm. we're gonna reach for that one more, um, chip, and it's like, yeah. And he's and he sees you doing it too. He's like, all right, you know, you, I'll, I'll let you rock right, right there, right, right? I'll let you rock right there, but just know that I've came here for you, come on, I've came here for you, come and on. um with that guilt of reaching for that other chip, right? With that guilt of reaching for something that doesn't satisfy our own shame pumps in, you know, and he's still there. Like, Hey, I came here for you. Come on. I came here for you. Come on. And, um, you know, there's just nothing else, nothing else, um, that satisfies the way Jesus Amen. does. Amen. Nothing else. And now we're all.
4: crying. Oh. <laughs> tissue. <laughs> Um, I think, I think it's a perfect time to kind of bring this to a, a close and, um, you know, I gotta be honest, it, as, as I was preaching this message on satisfaction, uh, a lot of our church doesn't know this, but, uh, even in the midst of that, um, I was dealing with my own dissatisfaction. I, I, and and isn't that classic God <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> makes you live out the message that you're about to preach? And uh, one of the questions that 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 we're in in our panel today is, you know, why do we keep reaching for things knowing that? And I just thought about that because um, I think it's because we buy into the lie every single time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Eve knew that she had a relationship with God mm-hmm. and she bought into the lie. She was already like she was created in the image of God. And she bought into the lie that this was somehow going to give her something Mm -hmm. that that God had not already provided for her. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why we reach. We buy into the lie that what we're going to get out of this is something that God has not given us already. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going crazy in watching the message and the volume of the message is lower than the whole entire broadcast and I'm frustrated I'm like, where did this problem happen? And here I am dissatisfied while I'm preaching a man, uh, a message on being satisfied. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was is that that moment wasn't that I was upset that the volume was lower in the broadcast. But it's what that moment, and now I'm about to get transparent, now I'm about to start <laughs> crying. But it was that moment that that, that volu- volume, that could happen to anybody, but it was that volume not being perfect, not being the way it should have been. What that triggered in me, what that represented for me, was something that was happening. There was a dissatisfaction in my inner world. And you just think about that, there's so many things in our lives that trigger us because there's already within us this dissatisfaction mm-hmm. that we are living with. And so for me it was like for whatever reason and we can't go into details, but for whatever reason, that moment, that 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 volume not being raised at the at the percentage or the amount it should have been signified for me, or uh, yeah, we're always gonna be a subpar um uh, performance. We're never going to be able to have an excellent. We're never, we, we're not, how are we going to, how are we supposed to go multi site? We can't even get this. Mm-hmm. And so it was actually a projection on myself. It was me looking at myself and saying, you're just not good enough. Yeah. That's what that volume triggered in me. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do? You buy into the lies in those vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't feel good enough. Let me tell you what will make you feel good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but I know I'm speaking to someone that maybe. You've been struggling um, with this idea of satisfaction and fulfillment. Or maybe you've been struggling with settling or giving into the temptation of a lesser love. Or maybe you've been struggling uh, possibly with forgiving others. I'm going to give you the answer today. And it's when you allow God's love to overwhelm you, to saturate you, to fill you up the way he filled up this woman at the well, the way he filled up the nets and the boats of Peter, the way that Jesus filled up Zacchaeus's heart with generosity, he can fill your heart up today. And they were able to do what they could not do prior to that encounter with Jesus. So today I'm just going to pray for you and I want you to uh, acknowledge um, if God is doing something in your heart today I want to I want to pray. I know that I know that in this very moment that God's love can dwell inside of you in such a way that it will overflow into the lives of others. In John 10:10 10, 10, it says that he has come to give us life and life in abundance. That word life we we covered it last week that It's that life that overflows. It overflows. So if you want to say yes to that life, I want to pray for you. And if that's you, just at the count of three, I'm going to ask you to lift up your hand. One, Jesus, love you. Two, today's your day of salvation. Three, lift up your hand right there where you are. Can we pray? Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. As we conclude this message, I, I pray for every hand, oh God, that's lifted, every hand that's raised, and I pray for their life, Lord, that they may experience your abundant life yes, right Jesus. now from this day forth. Will you fill them up with your love? That love will be their logo. Repre- repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, Dear
0: Jesus come, into my life. come into my
4: life. I thank you for your forgiveness,
0: thank you for your forgiveness
4: of my sins. Of my I embrace your love. I embrace your love. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you died for me. and rose again on the third day. And rose again on the third day. From this day forth. From this day forth. I am a new creation. I am a new creation. In Jesus name. In Jesus name.
0: Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhao is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to coolhowcom give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.